Hello, and welcome to Flipping the Field. Before beginning, we'd like to issue a warning to all of our listeners. The topics covered in today's show may be found by many to be disturbing, stomach-turning, and unsuitable for young listeners. In no way does Flipping the Field or its parent company, the Barack Obama Presidential Library, endorse the use of Reddit by anyone, but especially not young adults under the age of 25 or teenagers. If you or a loved one is using Reddit, we urge you to stop listening to this episode and seek help at once. Reddit is not a joke. It is a serious problem affecting millions daily. Please proceed with caution. It's true. This is the next episode of, of Flipping the Field. It's not the current one. It's the next one. This is the future episode of Flipping the Field. I'm Patrick Mayhorn. I'm joined as, as uh, I don't know if you actually did say your name. Uh, I'm joined by Ryan Donnelly, who is, of course, the, the official Barack Obama Presidential Library endorsed uh, public speaker. You write all of the speeches mm-hmm. for the show. Uh, we've talked about this before, but all of our shows are actually fully scripted, 100% scripted. We, we write out every single word that we say, including this introduction. Ryan, um, how's it going? Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's good. I, I think like it's pretty exciting for us to get a talented script writer like Louis C.K. Obviously, uh-huh. he came at a discount, and I yeah. think based on, I think we all know why, but for us, that's kind of a deal you can't pass up, right? Like there are just some situations where it's like, you know, I mean, you got to spend money to make money. Yeah. And I think all of all the ads we're selling and all the subscriptions we've been selling to, it's uh-huh. just, it makes a ton of sense for us based on what we've been doing. Well, and we also had the benefit of both of us are white guys in our 20s and we do this on Zoom. And so it's really not a big deal for Louis to be doing the stuff that he's doing with, with us because we don't even know <laughs> about it. We're just, you know, <laughs> we're in a completely different part of the country. And so it's really not even our, it's a well, lot like- there, those first few months, like in January, February, we had those audio issues. That probably was something to do with it, right? Yeah. You have to assume that kind of background interference was, was causing some of that. Yeah, you had to think that he was he was getting up in the wires and gumming up the works. <laughs> um, yeah, it is actually, it's a lot like hiring either Butch Jones or Butch Davis. It's sort of a, you know, it's a scratch and sniff kind of thing. But if you can stick away from him for the most part, like physically, keep your... your you know, corporeal form away from his, then yeah, he's, he's pretty good. You know, it's, it's, you'll mostly be able to stay out of trouble if you can just physically guarantee separation from the man. Um, and that's really what this show is all about is it's about, um, sort of, you know, uh, I would say actually court order restrictions of how close you can be to things. Uh, Ryan, you know, a yeah. lot about, you know, a lot right. about that. And, and, and this I, is also obviously, I mean, creating separation from is obviously how Michigan's receivers had a lot of troubles with Louis C.K. in the past uh-huh. in recent years. <laughs> Michigan's receivers had a lot of trouble with Louis C.K. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's, a joke, it's a joke that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I don't think we need to go any further into this. I think we, should, I, I think we probably do, but folks, we just don't have time. We frankly, we don't have time to do it. Um, if you guys want to finish that joke for us, feel free, hop in the DMs, um, and and let us know maybe a better version of that joke, or even really a competent version of that joke. We'd be happy to, uh, I don't know, give you the thumbs up emoji. That's usually what I do. Um, speaking of people going into the show's DMs here, we have a uh, we, we have a show to do today that comes to us, uh, the, the inspiration for it comes to us directly from a listener. That's right, folks. We're not even coming up with our own ideas anymore. And Louie's not doing it either. This this comes from friends of the show. Um, I would say close friends of the show, even possibly not legally speaking, subsidiaries of the show, uh, Simple Fi, which is a, a Pit Panthers uh, podcast inspired by, by, by flipping the field. Um, 
mm-hmm. which you can find on Twitter at SimplifyPod. Um, they uh, they slid in the DMs and they asked if they could get a preseason top ten of the most Reddit teams in college football, and uh, that that is so specifically up our alley that we could not help but but deliver on it. Um, Ryan, we've got our Reddit top ten here. We've got our preseason Reddit top ten. We've been we do. You know, we, and look, it's going to be a controversial list. This is not going to go over easy. Yeah, this is going to be, I think, a difficult list for a lot of people to to take. They're they're you know maybe your favorite team is going to be included on this combined list that we've made here. We've both gone through and put, picked out our top fifteen. Somehow we have uh, almost no overlap at all. So it, it seems like maybe we have different <laughs> definitions of what Reddit is. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I think I think our problem we're running into is like I, I just my own critique of your list here, and I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna you know mm-hmm. criticize you too much. You are my co-host, and of course my son. Yep, but. I think I think the way you view it is like if a team is mentioned a lot on Reddit, they're Reddit. Uh-huh. To me, I think it's more of like there are certain teams that are mentioned uh, on Reddit, but like disliking them is actually the Reddit thing to do. Whereas like to me, like what I'm talking about is this is the top 10 teams that are most beloved by the the literally the worst fucking denizens of this hellscape we call yeah. A life, uh, which are Reddit users. Yeah, the sort um, of the most odious individuals you can find in and around college football. Sure, or even on the internet, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't think anyone's that anything is awful on the internet, you know, ever, mm-hmm. as people have done by posting on Reddit. Yeah, and it's the way that I sort of went about this, and I think that it it sort of varies on your definition of what a Reddit college football team is, which as as you sort of laid out is. In, in your view, a team that Reddit specifically likes. My my methodology here was a little bit more around how these teams actually act, how these, these administrations act, and not so much about the way that people talk about them. These are teams that come up a lot online, but I think that my, my teams that I've picked are more specifically the way that they act is Reddit. The way that their their coach, that their communications, that their players speak and 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 behave is reminiscent of like the most, in you know just just despicable, uh, internet culture, which is like you know making posts about a fake rivalry trophy that you invented so that you can do jokes about it, right? Like that's that's mm-hmm. sort of where I'm pulling a lot of these teams from and I think that that's where we where we disagree here, but um looking at the combined list, I think that we've come to something that we can we can agree on that we can settle on. Um, yeah. There, are, there I mean there are four teams here that I think are just far and away like yeah. unanimously very Reddit to us. Yeah, there are and and there are some 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 teams that we were individually extremely high on that the other person didn't have a whole lot of interest in um my number one team ryan didn't have on his list uh as as, as well That's as my right. number two team his number two team was not on my <laughs> list um and, and uh, uh his number two team not being on my list as we will get to is sort of just part of my own personal bias i don't know that it's so much a reflection of the program but um mm. we uh we we have a top 10 here but before we get to the top 10 we have some teams who just missed the cut i don't know that this is a I would actually probably say it's a positive not to make this list. It's it's maybe an imperative not to make this list as a college football right. program. Um, <laughs> if you are on this list, you should you should do some serious self reflection and 
um, I don't know, maybe just go off the face of the map for a little bit and go figure out what's going on, what made you, uh, you know, a member of this list, both as, as members of the program and also just as fans of these teams. If you root for one of these teams, you should take a very hard look in the mirror and you should say, what have I done to land me here? What am I, what, what has led me to this point where I am rooting for a team included on this, um, the number one, I would say, objective list of reddit football teams heading into the, the the 2022 season right right uh and here's the one thing we can point out and, and i'm just going to spoil this list right now bucks ain't on it bucks are the least reddit team in college football they don't they're not allowed on the internet ohio state fans <laughs> by and large like can't think... post online they're not allowed <laughs> if, if you think like the average buckeye fan who is probably like drinking like 900 milligrams of caffeine exclusively from Bang Energy per day. Is gonna post on Reddit with like the kind of freaks who are buying like uh, they're they're not even pre they're pre ordering like Thor Funko Pops like yeah. nine months before the movie comes out. <laughs> you are out of your fucking mind. Yeah, you got another thing coming. We are. Oh, I would. God, I would kill myself. If my team was that Reddit. I honestly. <laughs> If the all modern, I'm sorry. <laughs> if Ohio State ever becomes this Reddit, uh, I would. I think I would probably stop watching college football. Yeah, I, I do think like legitimately. I think that it's it's fair to not include Ohio State here. Ohio State is extremely oh, yeah, like like Ohio State fans are psychotic, but they're not psychotic <laughs> in the way where they're like nerds right like Ohio State yeah. fans. Yeah, uh, does anyone discuss- else freaking uh, you know mm-hmm. catching the black widow release tonight yeah so ohio like, state yeah, fans have not gone like. to a movie theater since 2004 <laughs> right like they're not this is not a this the, the every ohio state fan is only like the only even reddit adjacent thing that they do is that they buy they buy black rifle coffee and it's only because they like how it tastes they don't even realize yeah. the politics of it they just think it tastes good right like no i i think i think the last time an ohio state fan was at a movie theater was probably July, like july 20th 2012 or something like that mm-hmm. just a date i picked out of my head yeah just a random <laughs> yeah just a random date um, but like Ohio State fans are, if we were doing a, a ranking of the, the the most Facebook teams, then yeah, Ohio State is is on the board because ninety percent of Ohio State fans are eighty five years old. But the other fifteen, you know, the other ten percent, they are they're like twenty two, but they're all killers. None of these people are on Reddit. None of these people are are posting on Reddit. They're killing people who are on Reddit. They are physically mm-hmm. attacking nerds in the streets. And that I do have to give Ohio State fans credit for. They are they are about that. They will attack nerds if they see them. There are not nerds in Ohio State's fandom. There are much more I, I would say I, I think I wouldn't sinister. go that far. Hold on. They're still they're yeah, still there around. Some, they just okay. they all cover the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunately see they're not in the fan well, they're kind of in the fan base. Um hmm. they, I'm they, just kidding. I actually this is this is to me. I don't even believe that really. I think Iowa State <laughs> does have a lot of nerd fans that I don't like. Uh, I just uh I think they've successfully been and here's something where I've got to give one of our our biggest enemies credit. Mm-hmm. Uh Kirk Barton is one of the leading crusaders of anti nerddom yeah. in Ohio State football. Well the, uh, I, I think <laughs> that Ohio State is also severely lacking for like numbers people online, right? Like the the closest thing that you're going to get to analytics at Ohio State is just like a normal ass article. It's it's a fairly standard <laughs> like snap counts, right? And it's, yeah, that it's is, like it's I like wow, that Kenneth Walker averages 132 and a half yards per game. What does yeah. that mean for Ohio State this season? Yeah, like well, I, I got to run the ball a lot. Yeah, and I, I think that that should be commended. I think that that's correct. You, the less numbers, the better when it comes to talking about college football and Ohio State fans, at least in that respect. Uh, they they do have my respect. These teams on this list, though. 
um, all of them extremely sinister characters, ones that you, you don't want to run into really anywhere. If you see a fan of these teams on the internet, you should immediately block and report them. Um, it's just not, it's not who you want to interact with. And, and first up here of among the, the, I guess the dishonorable mentions, checking in at number 14 with nine combined points, uh, tied actually. Tied for 13th. Yeah, tied for, tied for 13th with, uh, with, with, uh, the other team here. It's Wisconsin and it's Pitt. Um, Interesting here, by the way, I want to point out Pitt coming in tied for 13th with nine points. Yeah. May mean something mm. to the folks, the fan base. Mm. So those folks may enjoy those numbers. It's so, yeah, something to think about. Um, so we, we both listed Pitt here. I, I had Pitt up at number nine. You had Pitt at 14. Um, I believe Wisconsin was exclusively a, a U pick. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. I have them pretty high. So, uh, it, it, explain yourself then. What, where, where are you feeling with Wisconsin? What, what, what has landed them on this list? Yeah, I, I think to me, like Wisconsin, it's just like posting about how, uh, you know, oh man, every Wisconsin fan like freaking loves beer, and like they, oh, they're gonna have a big okay, lineman yeah. this year. You better watch out for those big linemen. And uh, oh man, like, uh, does anyone else love like Uncle Paul Chris? Just that guy in your neighborhood who wears sweatshirts and drinks beers. Mm-hmm. That's so freaking Wisconsin. And it's just like that whole mindset of just like every Wisconsin team's the same. Yeah. And it is like, here's the thing. It's probably one of Reddit's like closer to correct opinions. A lot of Wisconsin teams are the same. Uh, but the, it's also just like, to me, one of the most Reddit things you can do is like reduce all analysis to just like a meme and a phrase you heard someone else say yep. that wasn't even that funny that you've since repeated 3,000 times so it mm-hmm. becomes unfunny. Uh, it's one of the most Reddit possible actions you can ever take. And that is what like everyone talking about Wisconsin football every season is. Yeah. That's all it is. Well, and I mean, people did that specifically with a Wisconsin football coach in Brett Bielema, right? Like that was literally the only internet analysis of Brett Bielema burr, for, burr, yeah, for 10 years, right? Um, unbearable. Entirely an, uh, just an awful way to, to really to be on the internet. Um, <laughs> just really a nightmare. Uh, Pitt, I don't think we really have to explain a whole lot. I, I think that I think people get the idea with Pitt. I, I, I... Well, here, here's what I'll say. I, I, here's what I like to push back on. Okay. Um, I did include Pitt on my list towards the end of it. And actually, if I had not done that, it wouldn't have made it, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But, so I'm sorry, Pitt fans. However, I think rooting for Pitt seriously and actually caring about Pitt's wins and losses is one of the least read things you can do. It yes. is a true posters college football mindset. They're kind of like Ohio state fans. It's it's, I don't think that they're, it's like they Ohio have some state of that dog in them. Too. Yeah. 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 I know a lot of Pitt fans who like are very serious about watching like their volleyball games, their baseball games and shit like that. And would like post about like getting pissed off at the, like about the softball team not doing well enough this season or whatever. Like that is real. That's Pitt mindset. They have those dogs in them. Yeah. However, the Reddit pit mindset is like, uh oh, the pit super weapons powering yes. up. Like, time for the big pit upset this season. It's like, no, they won eleven games last year. They had never. They had a first round quarterback. They had one of the three or four best receivers in college football. Uh, they've been putting out really good defensive linemen year after year. Charlie Parcher's a great D line coach. Like, there's some stuff going on at Pitt. It's fun to watch, right? Like, they are legitimately doing okay there. I, I, th- I still am not sold on Pat Arduzzi. I think he kind of got lucky with Kenny Pickett coming back for his 19th season, but. They had a great year last year, and they have some very serious fans. I don't think Pitt as a fan base is Reddit. I do think Reddit's consumption of Pitt is one of the most annoying things on the internet. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and when we say, I, I will note here, when we say Reddit, that is encompassing of, like, a large portion of college football Twitter as well. Um, you know exactly and, what we mean. Yeah, and, and yeah. also, like, pe- <laughs> even, like, people who write about it professionally for, I would say, major outlets at this point. Uh, this is not exclusively, like, the thread, you know, for, for, you know, Kenny Pickett having small hands or whatever, right? Like, this is this is pervasive. This has spread throughout the internet, and so we're, we're using this as a catch-all term, and I think that that's absolutely... Um, the best way to put it for for Pitt is that Pitt itself is is not lumped in with this group, but the way that Pitt is talked about by people who are not Pitt fans, I think, gets them on this list. Yeah, it's um, not their own fault. Yeah, tied here now for 11th, uh, just missing the cut with 11 points each. We have Arkansas and USC, I think, for pretty I would say different reasons. I think actually extremely different reasons. Um, yeah. USC, uh, for, for, for my pick, I had USC up at And by five. the way, yeah. really quick, both of these, we had ranked the exact same. So we both had each of yeah. these teams in our top five. The other person did not include them. Yeah, so I had USC at five. Ryan has Arkansas at five. My reasoning behind USC is largely the the combination of Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma to go to USC and then Caleb Williams doing the same. Um, the way that people talk about Lincoln Riley on the internet is it, it was already extremely annoying. It was it was very sort of uh, I, I'd say kind of performative and and not really grasping what it is that he actually does because largely people don't actually know anything about football when they talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the this sort of conversation about Lincoln Riley as a play caller as a as a head coach is skewed by the loudest people who are just saying, you know, the air raid over and over. They just say air raid. It's the one word that they know, and they just keep saying it, right? Um, Which is going to be a common theme of this. And I think that pairing that with the idea that USC is, and this is not um, true in the traditional sense, which is why it's sort of aggravating that we see people do it every year. Uh, people complaining about USC always being overranked. USC is sometimes overranked. Everybody's sometimes overranked. But it's it's really not that as, not as common as people seem to think it is. And so I think that the combination of moving Lincoln Riley, who a lot of people, I don't know if we were included in this, I think that we have him about properly rated, but who a lot of people kind of overrate and, and putting him at this school that people think of as being overrated, but is pretty traditionally right about where it should be sometimes it can be a little bit high but i think usually especially during the clay helton era teams you know people usually put them around 15th they were usually around 15th um but the combination of the the discourse about usc the constant discourse about usc and the i would say almost as as constant discourse about lincoln riley has has formed an already extremely annoying uh, conversation around usc where you have things like the colin cowherd tweet about how it was the greatest practice that he's ever seen on a college football oh so fucking funny yeah that, and, and, one of the best tweets of all yeah, time and fan, and then that fantastic tweet and then the next day uh one of the receiver recruits who is there going to back to Miami and calling that the best practice I've ever seen. It was asked about the USC practice. Like, it was all right. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. That was <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And so I, I just, I think that we are, we are very quickly getting into like, I'm ready to stop talking about USC for a little bit. And the way that people are talking about USC, either pro or anti is largely based on nothing other than their own sort of, what they would prefer it to be, right? People who are like really low on Lincoln Riley at USC are, I would say, largely either Oklahoma fans or just dumb, just not really smart people, don't really know a whole lot about football. Whereas people who are extremely high on it are probably just hopeful that there's a really good USC and don't really have a ton of great reasons beyond that. Um, 
And the I, I think the outlook for USC is probably somewhere in between, which is that they will be, I'd say, consistently good to very good, but he is still Lincoln Riley, and, and Lincoln Riley is just good to pretty good. Um, and so I, I'm less, again, talking about the, the school's fans. I don't really know a whole lot of USC fans. I don't really see a whole lot of USC fans. And more about, like, the PFF comment section on everything that they do about USC, either pro or or against. It's um, it's it's already extremely annoying, and he's been there, like, four months. It is definitely very annoying. Uh, I can't disagree with that. But here's the thing. It's not – it's annoying, but I don't think it's Reddit because Reddit fans do not watch college football on the West Coast. Okay. <laughs> No, but they they do, but they're extremely performative about it, and they only watch the first quarter, and they pretend that they watch the whole thing. No, That's- no, what they'll do is, like, they'll be out at whatever, like, Marvel movie came out that week. They'll be, like, uh, sitting in the back of the theater because they're the only ones there. It's on its, they're on their 13th viewing, and they'll be <laughs> tweeting, like, hashtag pack them after dark when they see one Spencer Hall tweet about, like, some weird ref thing that happened. Yeah. And they're not actually watching the game. Okay. That's like the that, classic. I'm going to, I'm going to count that. I think that USC will be a popular, a popular mention. Okay. That group. It'll be a popular Reddit guy tweet. It will not be a popular actual Reddit. Guy. Eh, fair enough though. I think you might, I think you might have a fair distinction here. I, I might be wrong. Um, what is the case for, but uh, the case for Arkansas, uh, look, I love Arkansas. You guys know this about me. Yeah. You know, I love Arkansas. Unfortunately, Sam Pittman is too cool for his own good. Yeah. Uh, he has suffered from Ed Orgeron symptome, uh, where he is an actual, like, funny, captivating football coach who has a great personality and seems to be running damn fun football teams. I don't think whoever gets the level that Orgeron did in 2019, but um, I think he's a great football coach. And unfortunately, the wrong people enjoy him. Uh, and it's just, it's just, it's sad to see. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a shame because uh, Arkansas is a great program. They got great fans. Uh, they're good in a lot of sports. Um, they have a passionate, dedicated fan base. They got a great tradition. Uh, they have one, like they have an evil booster, which you have to have to be a great mm-hmm. college football program. Um, but the right of types just aren't going to let them go, right? They're going to just, they're going to hug them to death the way they do with other programs in the past, the way they did with Pitt before, the way they did with like the Michigan State chip on the shoulder thing in 2015. Um, just stuff like that. They're going to keep doing that for you know ad nauseum until it's no longer fun to like nebraska and i'll or sorry to like arkansas and i'll have to hate them yeah i i do think he he's certainly Pittman is certainly someone who through no real fault of his own just by being a, a, a you know a really unique and, and interesting personality really lends himself to being sort of characterized right um and that has certainly borne out just in the first couple of years that he's been there uh again i don't think that this is his fault but there is definitely a a common picture of him as sort of this you know almost hog-like man in himself where he's Mm -hmm. very loud and boy yeah yeah yeah, yeah, a lot like (laughs) a lot like at orgeron but um it it is it's it's that kind of overwhelming positivity about a program that does eventually drive it to becoming just like i don't want to talk about these guys anymore i'm sick of this i only ever see people freaking out about how much they love sam Pittman. it's like yeah sam Pittman is great but um, let's, let's maybe not do the Ed Orgeron thing to him because Ed Orgeron also became very annoying after you, you do that for three years, again, through no fault of his own. It's just like, yeah, I get it. He's funny looking. He says funny things. It doesn't, I don't know that this needs to be the whole thing that his, his program is, is described by. Right. Right. And I mean, un- unfortunately too, uh, with KJ Jefferson, just one of the coolest quarterbacks in college football, uh, he is absolutely going to become uh, in stuff we'll talk about this season. They're going to, people are going to ruin him. 
Yeah. Uh, he, he's too cool. He's too interesting to watch play. Uh, he's kind of a unique body type. We don't see very often that uh, people are going to hug him to death. That's not going to be fun to talk about anymore. Yep. So um, I'm just preparing now to say I'm getting advanced this and I like him a lot, but I am fully prepared to have him be turned into like Jordan Love or something uh, yeah. or, you know, a similar quarterback. And no, thanks. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. I, I like football. Um, I, I don't want to deal with you guys being annoying. Yeah, I, and I think that's what keeps Arkansas out of the top 10 is that it is generally likable. I, I like a lot of the parts at, at Arkansas. It's just yeah. that the it's it's the discourse more than it is the team itself. Um, all right, cracking in here now to the actual top 10, to the uh, the the worst of the worst, the the teams that we just truly have a uh, ha, ha, we, we need to put a, a moratorium on talking about or really thinking about at all if you are on the internet. Number 10. Uh, with 12 points all from you, it's LSU. Uh, Brian Kelly entering his first season has landed himself in the top 10 here of um, of Reddit teams of of I would say in the same cringe teams. Uh, LSU cracking the list. What what do you got here? Patrick, here's the thing. I, I took this list pretty seriously. Mm-hmm. I, I waded into the depths of Reddit to kind of get some get some insight here. I tried to get into the mind palace of the Reddit types <laughs> and and really learn what they are about and. Maybe the most insufferable series of comments you can read in a Reddit thread is someone posting, you know, sorry, Tiger Bros, or what's up, Tiger Bros, between like, you know, LSU and Clemson fans, or probably other, you know, Memphis and LSU fans, whatever. The 14, 17, 35 teams in college, college football, they're called the Tigers. Mm-hmm. They're all in the same region. Uh, insufferable. Talking about LSU tailgates. Uh oh, they better, they better buy enough beer. Baton Rouge is coming annoying shut up shut yeah. the fuck up uh talking about gumbo and red beans and rice and pretending you're doing that orange run voice by just like adding an OU act shut up shut the fuck up you're beat you're so annoying yeah. shut the fuck up uh <laughs> i can't stand it i really cannot stand the way people who are not lsu fans talk about lsu or alternatively the most red type of dude is the guy who's a huge lsu fan but acts performatively non-louisianan or like, you know, I'm only Louisiana in the cool ways, right? Like I'm, yeah. I'm a normal Reddit guy like you guys. I like, I like watching movies and about Marvel, but I, I'll, uh, you know, I still eat some, some Bayou food. Mm-hmm. I want to beat the shit out of you. I hate you. I'm yeah. sorry. LSU should be, it should be like Ohio State core here. It, it, it should have that same sort of stoicness where it's not really fun to talk about because it is so serious about football that that is like well the, well hang on they've been saved by the fact that there's nothing happening in columbus there's no culture there's <laughs> nothing unique about the city yeah. there's no geography yeah it's just a flat place where all we fucking care about is drinking and football and yeah. lifting weights and those are the only three things that are cool to do in columbus and if you're not good at all three of them you cannot be a cool guy in ohio that's right um and LSU, frankly, they suffer from the fact they have culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have they have a distinct cuisine. <laughs> uh, they uh, they you know, they have a city people like to go to. People like to go to New Orleans. Uh, they have the Gators. You talk about you're talking about the Gators and the swamps and such like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's unique Fam- geography. Famously, it's, it's a that's notable the, place. I would say the SEC team that is most associated with Gators. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it actually is a little. I don't know. I'm not getting into Gator biology with you here on this podcast. It's not my role. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, LSU is a victim of its own success. Is that biology? Is that the? <laughs> 
Is that the thing we would be talking about? <laughs> like I said, Patrick, I'm an Ohio mindset kind of guy. I care about drinking beer, watching football, lifting weights. The animals, uh, you know, ecological conservation, that's kind of a you problem. Mm-hmm. I'm That's not a me situation. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for that one. Um, yeah, I think that that's all fair. I, I think that LSU, kind of like Arkansas, is a victim of its own sort of unique charm um where like yeah I, I think a lot of what lsu has going on is in the, the the actual core of it cool right like i think that the the you know the cajun culture is cool i think that the, the big stadium the way that they do night games is cool but it has become such a like you you have to you know a, a lot of people who are absolutely not lsu fans don't really have any connections to lsu actually are are actively fans of teams that are rivals with lsu have sort of adopted lsu as like this cute fun culture that oh look at look at how cool uh, what what lsu has you know going on is and then the, they they've got the gumbo they've got the cajun and it's like it it has become sort of insufferable the amount of you know of of talk that happens about that just like otherwise i mean it's a tailgate yeah it's it's cool tailgates are cool it's fine and it, it has been just run into the ground um in a way that like with arkansas i don't think is really lsu's fault i don't think they really lean into this it's more just right um that's and again only... that is the ultimate reddit thing to do is running something to the ground like yeah. that is the most reddit trait you can have is taking a joke that might have been funny a couple times like a unique thing yeah and just not ever shine the fuck up about it until everyone else hates you because you don't learn new things yeah ever um speaking of never learning new things we've got lane kiffin next up on the list number nine with Ole miss at, at 13 points um, we both listed Ole Miss. I was higher on Ole Miss than than you were. Um, I think that this does come back to Lane. I think that this is largely a Lane thing. Lane Kiffin has has, um, and this is again kind of like with Sam Pittman. I like Lane Kiffin. I think Lane Kiffin is funny, generally speaking. He he does some kind of annoying things. Um, he's a little bit too online for a football coach. I don't really want my football coaches to be online. Um, but he has been sort of adopted in this new stage of his career as the as essentially a mascot of kind of being the internet coach and i think that that's the the biggest ding i have against Ole miss here is lane kiffin's online persona and the way that he has been sort of adopted and and molded into this this you know oh he's the epic football coach he's gonna you know he he's uh He's writing sixty nine on the back of his clipboard, and you can see it on the on the TV, right? It's he's he's the Trevor Bauer of football coaches. It's just sort of annoying. It's it's uh, it has not yet become odious in the way that Trevor Bauer did, but it's sort of that same thing where it's like this isn't really all that funny when he's in on the joke, and it wasn't even really all that funny before that. <laughs> like I think as a football coach, he's fine, but because he is aware of what people think about him, and because he leans into it so much, it it is just sort of like. It's it's far too much for for what was ultimately really not all that funny of a thing to begin with. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's totally fair. Um, I think, uh, like I said, I kind of struggle with Ole Miss because I, I kind of feel the same way about them. Or like, I don't it, a few of these teams. I don't think their fans are Reddit. I think Reddit likes them in a way that is annoying, and they have become Reddit by association in a way they could not possibly prevent. Yeah. Um, which is sad, really. It's one of the worst things that can happen to you, like to be, um, you know, just carelessly infected by people who don't care whether you live or die uh, or are cool or not, you know, and that's not Reddit fans about everyone. You know, it's it's basically like being a Reddit fan and like pretending like you like LSU for inter- or, or Ole Miss whatever, for Internet points 
is basically the same thing as being also a guy on Reddit who is like posting photos from Ukrainian bunkers getting them bombed. Uh, <laughs> except it's it's less cool. It's less cool, obviously. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> was, um, anyway, I'll leave that one alone. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Ole Miss is a fun football program that scores a lot of points. Uh, and Lane Kiffin is a legitimate character in college football who, again, he's in on the joke, but even before he was, he was still just such a fucking weirdo and was the Joey Freshwater thing was years before that was public. Yeah. Right. Like that is legitimately one of the funniest things to yeah, happen in college football. That's ever. my favorite version of Lane is the Lane that like doesn't realize that he's being talked about and it really isn't being talked about. He's just being like that, that sort of. <laughs> perverse bizarre character behind closed doors that's the best version right. of lane is the one that's not publicized in any way and, and we'll never get to go back to that he's too much of a character now uh because of reddit unfortunately yeah, yeah. They, they they ruined him again number eight here uh with 14 points this is uh this is your tied number for two. number seven thank yeah, you yeah tied for that's right tied for number seventh uh we'll start with with the one that was only on your board and then we will go to the one that was only on my board again in the same position um Number two on your board, Michigan, with 14 points. Um, Ryan, what's the what's the vibe here? Why 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 are we going with the uh, with the Wolverines? Here's the thing: to be truly Reddit, you have to be okay whether you win or lose. Like you have to like, yeah, maybe you care, you get more satisfaction if you win, whatever. That's nice, but like really, if you lose you're all right. Like you're going to get over it. You're not going to see the about it. Like just like it happens to you. It's all good. Like you enjoy posting about the wins, but the losses, uh, you know, so it goes, you'll go to the brewery with your uh, girlfriend. Who's uh, you know, probably has like a, a nurse practitioner's degree or something like that. Okay. Uh, and you'll, you'll take your, your golden retriever and uh, you know, the next day you go <laughs> kayaking together and just forget about it by noon tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, it's not a big deal, right? It's not really a huge problem. That is like the fucking definition of Michigan fans. That that is why last year excluded, they had fallen so far behind the rivalry to Ohio State, which is like they are more worried about being normal people who also have pretty good football than they are worried about winning football at all costs, no matter what. Yeah. Um, and that is a type of Reddit guy. It is like the guy who's like, Posting on our, uh, I don't know enough about Reddit to do this, but like, you know, our uh, ask me anything. And he's like, he's asking questions to Nicolas Cage or something because he liked Face Off uh, 20 years ago. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's the guy who's like, (laughs) the guy who's not posting on like the truly deranged subreddits. Like, Mm -hmm. he's not going to like post to you about like why the latest video game has a delayed score because of that. It's like Ubisoft is the most evil company. Like, it's worse than Raytheon or something. Um, but, but he's a guy who's like, wow, like I learned this pretty crazy fact about like, uh, chimpanzees, uh, today yeah. on, on, uh, are pretty interesting. That's, that's pretty cool. These are, so, and, so what you're saying, these are the guys who listen to like celebrity podcasts. They're, they're jumping on the, like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia podcast and they love it. They oh yeah. These guys love it's always sunny in Philadelphia. They <laughs> like five years ago heard that it wasn't that cool. To, like it was too basic to watch the office. Yeah. So they've just glommed on to the exact same thing, but just like one year away from being too annoying. Yeah. Uh, and they'll never realize that they're behind the game and hopping the frog pads and they're still annoying and, and like weird, but are not weird, just aggressively normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, like they'll be posting about how, 
they're like a millennial cat parent or something online and everyone who they know just wants to fucking kill them but they will just post like oh that's sweet like that's really cool like they probably have a wakeboarding hobby Mm -hmm. just some of the fucking worst people of all time (laughs) Um. <laughs> <laughs> just an extremely inoffensive group of people being becoming <laughs> offensive by virtue of how inoffensive they are yeah just these thin-lipped like cold-blooded <laughs> reptilian freaks who like <laughs> go out and act so normal all day and have to like recharge in their moloch basement at night <laughs> do something dark and evil uh-huh. uh and they all make exactly two hundred eleven thousand dollars per year yeah. with an mba um and i i mean it's so reddit dude it's like they're you know what they are they're guys who are upvoting uh, correct comments on our personal finance. That is the average Michigan fan. <laughs> Using Reddit for the worst possible reasons. I hate these motherfuckers. Yeah. They're so, so fucking awful. They are Reddit in the sense they are our college football, but they are deeply, profoundly Reddit in the soul of their fan base. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're they're using it for like practical reasons. They're, they've they've got like oh, they've got a they've God. got a productivity filter, you know, like folder on their phone. They've got the thing where it's like, oh, every thirty minutes, it reminds me to stop working and check this little uh, plant on my phone, and if I drink water, it'll grow a little bit more. Um, like they're that's... they're subscribed to our hip hop heads, but haven't listened to a new album since twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. They've <laughs> they've got every Logic album on vinyl. They're going nuts with it. They can't get enough of the guy. Um, they're they're retweeting Kid Cudi. <laughs> be like damn he still got it uh, did not listen to the song my man yeah. my man snapped on this one yeah it's <laughs> I think... fuck i'm getting so heated just thinking about this kind of guy just inventing so... this guy i'm literally I'm... i know there is a exact guy i am talking about too that fits like probably 60 percent of this mm-hmm. and the rest are amalgamated for other people i just like i just are the same kind of person i hope that this is not a guy who like listens to our show <laughs> There's no chance to listen to the show, but I will say a couple friends of the show will know will text me as soon as they hear this and know exactly what I'm talking about. That's where the best content comes from, is from direct personal experience about a guy who will not hear the show. Um, <laughs> my number, uh, my, my, my team here, my number two team, which checks in tied for seventh with, with also 14 points, is uh, it's Texas. And I, I don't have any sort of personal experience to tie this to. I don't have one guy that I really <laughs> hate about this. Um, this is more related to... Uh, the NIL conversation, which is, I think, the the same thing that has landed Texas A&M a little bit higher on this list. Um, it's it's largely that, and then the other part of it is Steve Sarkeesian, who is, I think, just extremely annoying. I I really, other than you know, outside of you know, unlike uh, rather a lot of the other coaches on this list, uh, who I think have become Reddit for reasons outside of their own control, Steve Sarkeesian is actively and and I, I would say sort of vapidly read it he's he's he is Mm. like that's just him to his core the way that he talks the way that he acts the way that he coaches none of it feels sincere at all um he he feels like he has been sort of manufactured especially in this this second you know kind of term of his his career um i I am i am glad that he has he has sort of cleansed himself of alcoholism and i'm 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 glad that he's found himself you know way back into football coaching but it does feel like in so doing he has turned himself into some sort of cyborg that coaches football uh but still manages to do it in an extremely shitty and annoying way where he just kind of 
pulls in whatever the popular ideas are and does them worse, like, but not like significantly worse, just a little bit worse. And so I really don't like him. I really don't like that part of Texas. I don't like how it, it has sort of tried to carry itself as a power program and how it, it's just trying to, I would say, image its way into being a, a you know, a, a championship contender. And it's been doing that for years and years, but that is sure. specifically very annoying to me. And this is, this is more of a program thing. than it is the way that they talk, that people talk about Texas, but then the discourse around Texas specifically around its NIL dealings is, uh, I would say probably the worst <laughs> thing that is happening in college football right now is the way that people write about NIL and Texas is among the, the, the schools that are most talked about, right. With this, like, Stu Mandel is producing an article a week that is just some of the worst shit of all time about NIL and about assistant oh. coaches complaining like, oh, this this is uh, it's the wild west out there. This is, you know, he's, he's projecting how, how Quinn Ewers being added to the roster will change their staggering rankings. Also, yeah. while he's doing this, that's the yeah. worst part. Yeah. And it, it's just like, shut the fuck up, man. Shut up. Shut Who the cares? fuck up, Stu Who cares, dude? <laughs> shut up. I am, honestly, there is like no one in the world where you like read his tweet and look at the picture of his face smiling right next to it. <laughs> like, uh, Stu Mandel is the Matt Iglesias of college football. Yeah. Like, it is just so easy. He, he's a necessary guy, too, because it rolls right off his back. He does not care. Yeah. Like, Stu Mandel knows like millions of people <laughs> read his tweets and are just like, shut the fuck up to everything he's saying. Yeah. And he's just smiling. He's just a rich guy. He's got a Northwestern degree. His friends like can recommend you different types of wine based on like the mushroom content, the soil where it was grown. He's good to go. He's he's having a great time. He's happy. Uh, yeah, he's, he's the top. They're, le- they're letting him run around in a big farm upstate where he's allowed to talk about how, oh man, this is going to be crazy for Tennessee this season. I wonder what this will mean. Yeah. And uh, no one ever cares when he's right or wrong. He's just allowed to smile and have fun. Yeah. Him and he, he is the, he's the Matt Iglesias to uh, Pete Thamel's uh, guy who has the big cowboy hat on, whose name I forget. Do you know who I'm talking about? He's like, no he has, clue what you're talking he, about. Damn, he has the same exact opinions as Matt Iglesias, but he has a big ass cowboy hat on in his profile picture. And he's, <laughs> he's always saying some really dumb shit. That's the Pete Thamel to, to Stu Mandel. I'll have to, uh, <laughs> try and figure out who that guy is and let you know. Uh, for what it's worth, I think I think Pete Thamel is the Maggie Haberman of college football. But okay, I, I think if I get too far into my own face, <laughs> here, we'll, we'll get into some some hot water. Yeah. Um, Regardless, no, Texas. Te- sorry, go ahead. Texas is very Reddit. No, Texas is very Reddit. And honestly, I, I don't know why I didn't include them. I, I probably should have, especially because I think that posting like uh, freaking Texas is back. I don't care if you do it ironically. I understand you don't, uh, you're now aware of the meme and you're playing into it. Mm-hmm. Quit fucking posting. I've had enough. I'm telling you right now. I'm warning enough. all of you. I've had it. It's <laughs> it's not funny. Even when it's ironic, even if you're in on the joke, being in on the joke wasn't funny two years ago. Yeah. It's not, it's certainly fucking not funny now. Shut the fuck up. Just think of something. Just here's what you do. Take your little pea brain. <laughs> work as hard as you can and just think of an original comment yeah. even if you're just gonna say something stupid anyway just think about something new about texas you haven't heard before just work a little bit just yeah. try just try something yeah just just anything you fucking freak anything new it does just not not texas is back it doesn't need to be that a hundred other people are going to say that at the exact same second 
that someone goes to post that. You don't need to. It's fine. Uh, it's it's that, and then also the Texas struggling with Kansas thing. The two of I would say two of the most Reddit things on this list. Texas itself doesn't land quite as high, but uh, Texas is back, and the Texas losing to Kansas thing equally Reddit and right near the top of the board for being just in, insanely annoying and, and almost kind of skin, skin crawlingly bad and, and uh, unoriginal. Really, really and here's sick the worst part. Oh, terrible, terrible. And like the whole USC practice thing you mentioned with the best practice ever, or whatever. Like USC fans did that once and got made fun of immediately by everyone on the internet. Yep. Texas fans do that every single time Quinn Ewers like <laughs> takes a snap in practice. Yeah. And people just let it happen because they're excited about Quinn Ewers. Yeah. That is, it's an evil thing to do. I've had enough of it. Yeah. All right. Tied here now for, uh, tied for fifth. We have two teams. Um, one that we, I believe we both listed. One that I had as my number one team on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, so first up here, we will go with the team that we agreed on. It's Iowa State. Uh, I think we've, we've talked at length about Iowa State and its issues with being sort of uh, annoying online being there's very very little to say like, yeah as we say here if you've US, listened to yeah. any episode of this podcast you know what we think about Iowa State yeah it just just an annoying annoying football team annoying things that they do annoying to, to talk about or to listen to um the one that I will I will stake my claim on here as my number one team is Michigan State um Ryan I'm so fucking sick of Michigan State I'm so sick of them they were good for one goddamn year and they have become the most annoying team on college football internet it is awful it is awful the way that people talk about this team about endless stories about mel tucker oh it's it's the new way of building a program with the transfer portal it's you know this is a new wave of coaches uh you know he's, he's going out and he's hiring the uh you know the online defensive line specialist he's he's going out he's doing all this shit he's he's you know complaining about referees in the post game they're they're doing the uh you know the the mel tucker gifts michigan state fans and replies um it, it, the way that Michigan State is talked about nationally, the way that they're written about, and the way that their fans act on the internet, oh my god, it drives me fucking crazy. It's not like, it's not driving me crazy in a way that they're like, you know, they'll harass you, they'll get up in your replies, and they'll be really annoying, right? It's it's more just like, you people are celebrating Mel goddamn Tucker getting $100 million. You, like, it's it's just, it's loser shit. It's pure loser shit. Everything that they are doing, everything, the, the way that Michigan State acts um, online, the way that the fans act online, it reminds me a lot, and I think that this will hit with you specifically because I think you would have been reco- you would have been covering recruiting at this time. Do you remember Kentucky recruiting in like 2015? The way that oh people fucking about awful it? yeah the way yeah. the way and also not just the way they talked about but the way like their fans tweeted at you about yeah. it was terrible. Yeah, it was like the the class, they landed like Drew Barker, I think, and a couple other guys. And people were losing their mind, like Kentucky fans losing their minds. They're like, oh, it's gonna, he's going to, you know, we're going to win the East. <laughs> we're going to win the East. We're going to be the new powerhouse in the SEC. We're, we're, we're coming after the top recruits in Ohio, after the top recruits in Michigan. And that's what Michigan State's doing now. It's the it's an identical fan base. They act exactly the same. And it's it's just awful. It's so annoying because it's it's... Talking like you are like you are a, a huge program on the rise, like brother. You had one running back. You had one good player. We really don't need to pretend that it was more than that. They had one good player. Why is it like oh this is a groundbreaking new way to build a program? No, yeah, getting a good player. It's really a a, a 
stunning new development in how to build a program is if you go out and you get a good player, you will become better. Um, it, it just it drives me crazy. Michigan State fans drive me crazy. The way that Michigan State has talked about drives me crazy. Um, Mel Tucker himself is not quite as annoying as the fans or, or the media coverage of Michigan State, but everything else about the team um, just reeks of desperation of sort of this this desire to be more popular to be more talented to be a better program than they actually are um and and sort of trying to will themselves into being that when they just never will be it won't be that it's fine and i think that the thing that ultimately saved kentucky from that era is that it realized that and it just settled into going eight and four and i love kentucky now i think that kentucky kentucky's program now is great and i can't kentucky. wait for kentucky <laughs> uh i can't wait for michigan state to get there when it realizes that you can't just bring in a really good running back every year and go 10 and 2 it's not it doesn't work like that. Well, well, here's the thing. Uh, I hate to undermine your lived experience and, 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 you know, really like trash your emotional labor here, Patrick, mm-hmm. but I have not interacted with a Michigan state fan online in like four years. I don't know how you, did I that. don't know they <laughs> exist. Like I, I really, I remember them like very much in that era of like the D'Antonio era. Uh, and we certainly, when I was covering recruiting, which stopped like almost four years ago to the day, yeah. uh, you know, I got a lot of tweets from them and, I don't think I've heard from one since. Like, I think, it's, I swear to God, the only Michigan State followers I have are like one guy I used to work with and who covered Michigan State for the site I was at and like uh, four recruits or former players who still follow me. Uh, that's it. Like, I don't have any Michigan State fans interact with me online at all. Um, I, I think I don't you- know anything about them. I don't hear from them. I don't see them <laughs> do anything. I don't know if they're real. Like, I, I, I honest to God think it might be some kind of like front program. Like it's the mattress factory of college football programs where <laughs> they claim to like fill up the stadium, but there's not actually like, if you look closely, it's a bunch of like Boston dynamics robots or something. Like yeah. I, I've never, I don't think they have real fans. You need to jump into uh in, into friend of the show. Dan mentions then. Cause Dan, well, of course I see that when yeah. he, but I, I, for all I know, like Dan's the kind of guy he is like one of the few Michigan fans who has Ohio mindset, which I respect about him. Mm-hmm. It's why I think we find ourselves as, as you know, uh, frenemies and equals. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's probably making those accounts up. I think they're probably public accounts. <laughs> I think he's probably paying some kind of Bangladeshi click farm <laughs> to run those accounts for him in the off time. And he's, he's just quote tweeting them for engagement. <laughs> it's a good grift if you can get it. That's what we do with PFF. We just, we've been running right. PFF for years so that we could launch this podcast and make fun of it. <laughs> uh yeah it's all true like those those uh pff seth galena videos you see of him doing something weird mm-hmm. those are made by ao curio bot which we also create and run yep yep we i and I, I don't know i mean we didn't want to announce it this way but this i think is is something that we just need to we need to let the people know we are both... and also uh really quick too timmy thick that was us too Sorry, yeah that was ahead. us too yeah collectively we are both that that anthony three-ish guy who's always talking about how oklahoma is the best team in the country or whatever his fucking thing is that he does um number four on the list team that we both agreed on team that i think we have already touched on a lot of the reasons for their their inclusion with Texas, it's Texas A and M with 19 points. Um, it's pretty much the same. I, I would say the same case here. It's the NIL stuff and it's Jimbo. Um, I, I don't know if you have a ton more to add here. I'm just I'm so sick of the the NIL talk. It's just it's fine. It's just fine. Why does everybody so fucking worried about it? It's fine. They were already getting paid. It's not different. It's the same goddamn thing. In fact, it's less of a difference, arguably, right? <laughs> like if like if the biggest problem you could argue is the South is more organized and like how like how to cheat at recruiting, which I think is probably actually correct. Uh, 
the fact that the, the North or the West, whoever can do it easily now, yeah. uh, like they can just have guys actually pay the players with their worth, which is social media value and stuff like that. Like that's better in Big Ten schools than it is in the South. Like there are more followers the programs than Big Ten. We have the numbers of this every year yeah. than there are in the South. So like, you, like it, it erases the gap. If previously, player X, the five star, was getting offered five hundred thousand dollars from Alabama and you know a hundred grand from Ohio State. And now he's getting offered 1.5 mil from Alabama or 1.2 mil from Ohio State. That is less of a big gap, right? That's now a smaller percentage gap. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 so it's a good thing, but whatever. The AM shit, look, they have a coach who's always been incredible at recruiting. They have a bunch of coaches who seem to be, especially Elijah Robinson, who's a dog, yeah. who seems to be a really good recruiter who's done really well every stop he's had previously. Like, does having money available make a difference in the short term? Yeah, like, is it mean? Like, Texas A&M got single-handedly by a national championship. Unless they can run an offense, it doesn't matter. It's just like they're getting some good players, and if those good players don't produce, they don't develop into high-level NFL players, then it doesn't matter because it won't. Like, you have to do something with the players once you get them. You cannot buy your way to a championship. You have to be able to invest intelligently in coaching staffs, in which recruits you get, like in the way you develop your analysts, things like that, the way you run your program. It's not just as simple as let me go get, you know, six, five stars in one position and I'll win a title. If they did that, Brian Hartline won a national championship for highest State every year. Yeah. Uh, and it ain't happening. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's like the Yankees in baseball, right? They don't win the championship every year, even though they have the most money. It's, it's really, there's not like, you still have to be smart about it. And I, I think that that's all totally fair. And then the, 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 the only other thing I have on Texas A&M, and, and there's one more team on the list that does sort of fit the same billing, and so I'll actually just lump them in now. Number three here, Tennessee with 20 points. Um, th- just the the countless every single day articles about you know quoting an anonymous power five assistant quoting an anonymous g5 head coach quoting an anonymous athletic director you know saying well i've i've never seen anything like this before you know this is uh, i i these these kids are getting paid millions it's you know how how could you how could you possibly bank on on these guys being worth this much like there was an article today um from uh I, I think it was from our boy Stu Mandel uh that that Petty this, of course this, it was yeah this big graphic uh pull quote it says um this is from a power five head coach to Stu Mandel it says you're really guessing that this 18 year old guy who has proven zero is worth a million dollars from somebody what the fuck are we talking about and it, it's just the the framing of this that this is new, that this is like, oh, I can't believe businesses would pay a million dollars. I can't believe that these these fans of these teams would pay a million dollars. If you are a Power 5 head coach, if you are a Power 5 assistant, if you are an FBS coach and you are saying this earnestly, you are saying, and I don't, they're not. Mo, the, the vast, vast majority of them are not saying this earnestly. Mm-hmm. They're saying it because they're losers who can't recruit and now they actually have to. Um this you are a fucking moron you have your eyes like they are gone they are not in your head if you were a power five head coach who's like i i just can't believe what these guys are being paid this was never happening before what the fuck is wrong with you are you like the head coach at colorado or something is this are all of these quotes calling from carl Durrell? he just doesn't know what's going on it, it's insane to think that there is a there's an FBS football coach who thinks yeah recruits weren't being paid before what the fuck are you talking about what are you talking? You're the guy doing it. <laughs> it's, it's insane. It's just it's silly. Your industry. It's like the the senator tweets where it's like we need to do something about this. You're the fucking senator. 
It's you. What do you want me to do about this? You've been doing it. Shut right. up. Yeah, I agree. Like, and also uh, that that actually that example works perfectly too because most Tennessee fans are also following Alexandria Ocasio Cortez on Twitter and retweeting uh-huh. her post, which is why that analogy really works. Um, but no, I mean, like, yeah, and and like all the stuff you're saying is 100 percent true. And I couldn't agree more. And it's all the stuff we just said with AM. But also, it's people still posting about Philip Fulmer. Like, it, you're still doing the Philip Fulmer thing. Like, that that's still happening, too. And that, just shut, just fuck off, man. Yeah. Like, we don't care. No no one cares. Get get a new slant. Get a new hobby. Yeah. and Or, like, the, the, the you know, the botched 2017 coaching search. We are two coaches removed from that at this point. It is not worth talking about anymore. It's been five years. Don't you know, care. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's just the same same argument to be made for Tennessee, for Texas A&M, for Texas. I think it's just been ramped up, I would say, the most severely in, in conversation about Tennessee because they are pretty brazen about it and because they uh, suck more than Texas A&M or Texas does in, in, in recent mm-hmm. years. Um, I, I will, before we move on to number two and number one here, which I think are on here for different reasons than this bunch. Um, I will, I think for the first time in my entire life, give uh, credit to sort of national recruiting guys, like the big time national recruiting guys who have been, I think, pretty much the only did you, just, not, did you just did you spend some time listening to music or what yeah i spent some time listening to music and I, I you know big mistake but i found a lot of interesting music um but who i think not all of them but generally speaking have been infinitely more coherent in the way that they have covered nil because all of them already knew that this was happening and so the vast majority of them have just like this is not a big deal <laughs> like like you'll talk to Nat, you'll talk to recruiting guys and they're just like yeah i mean it, yeah it's the same as what it was i don't really know why everybody's freaking out about this this is already happening what, what is everybody talking about this is going to be a game changer they were already doing this um and that's uh i i will for the first time ever i have agreed with with most recruiting guys uh and in, in in the way that they cover the sport um it's not a big deal it's the same as it was i don't know why everybody had to freak out about this for a year it's fine everything's fine it's sport is fine it's the same as it was yeah it's nothing's changed leave leave it alone yep all right number two with 21 points uh number three on ryan's list number eight on mine it's nebraska it's scott frost folks it's uh happy oh it's scott it's scott frost day scott frost day Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. Scott Frost Day is almost worse than his Texas back. It, it, it's Nebraska. I think it is worse. Yeah, Nebraska has sort of all of the same, um, I, I would say, fanfare around it, around it potentially coming back, around it being good again, as Texas does, um, without really any of the actual reason to be good again, and with a, I would say, somehow whinier and, and more obnoxious football coach in, in Scott Frost. Like it, it, Nebraska. Scott is, Frost is maybe the most obnoxious coach in college football. Yeah, Nebraska is sort of just, just amped up Texas in this form. It, it's just like, what if Texas was you know 50% more annoying in everything that it did, and also 50% less likely to ever be good again? It, it's it, probably more than that. Um, it, it's just... If Nebraska, honestly, guys, just, hey, I hate to do some real analysis in the Reddit podcast, yeah. but if Nebraska has any brains in their head, they will hire Tom Herman after the season. They fire Scott Frost. Okay. Like Tom Herman does everything that Scott Frost does well, but better. And he, you're basically removing his biggest problem. He had at Texas, which is like booster management and like huge expectations, which Nebraska expectations do exist. But they are insular, right? They are not national. No one in the country expects Nebraska to be good again, especially when it's to be good if they hire Tom Herman. Like just let Tom Herman do his thing and like evaluate quarterbacks and, and build like, build a program the way you did Houston. 
uh, and land some recruits like by targeting the right areas. And he's gonna fucking win. He'll win eight games in the West there in two years. Yeah, and they'll they'll probably pull off a a like a major upset or two. That was a thing that legitimately he was very good at at Texas was pulling off an upset every year. And at Houston too. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I mean, I, 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 sorry, I hate to. No, that boy, I mean, the, but... the, the culture sure did shift on him in a way that I don't think was entirely fair to Tom Herman. And actually, I would say it was overtly not fair to Tom Herman. He's like, I don't know, am I, he's a good coach, right? Am I crazy? He's like a pretty good football coach. I don't know. Why. Oh yeah. I mean, we yeah. have all reason. Like he won, he had a, a top 15 finish at Texas, which yeah. is like, like a better couple, than I think a couple all the other. Co- like, yeah. I mean, like <laughs> I'll pull it up here. Let me pull it up. Let's pull yeah, I mean, Tom his, Herman Wikipedia. His, his uh, issue at Texas was that he was annoying, but it's like, he did still win a, a decent chunk, more games than pretty much anybody else there has won in, in quite some time. Um, yeah. I, I yep. really uh, go ahead. So sorry, Tom Herman has six seasons as a head coach, and four of them have a ranked finish. Uh, the other two, one of them was a nine and three season at Houston. The other one was a seven and six season at Texas. Yeah, he's never had a losing season as a head coach. Man, it's really weird that no one else has hired. Like, I get that he's a nightmare to deal with, but um, it's like he is just a good football coach. I, I don't really understand why he has not gotten a second look unless he just doesn't want it. Because um, yeah, I mean, even at Texas, he really didn't do all that bad of a job. He was just kind of weird and and obnoxious and difficult to deal with. But usually, if somebody wins you will just put up with that. And I, I think Texas not putting up with that is less a reflection on Herman and more a reflection on Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm just very tired of, uh, of the existence of, of Nebraska as a program. I don't like the way they've <laughs> talked about. I'm tired of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're just not they're not it's it's frustrating because it doesn't feel like they're serious right and that was their whole thing in the 90s was how serious they were about football it doesn't feel like anything about nebraska right now is serious about football it's it's sort of well they've just been shattered like they've been yeah. mentally shattered like yeah. i can't imagine what happened to ohio state fans like the john cooper era like people are legitimately have like mental scars from that yeah. and they still won like 10 11 games a year and just like lost the rival all the time but like they had a top 10 finish like nonstop. Like, you know, Nebraska just went like seemingly in the blink of an eye from like, we have a Heisman title contender. We're like, you know, winning 10 games and contending for conference championships. It is literally impossible to have a winning season here. Yeah. And it happened so fast. Uh, and uh, I, I mean, like people can, I think, pin it on the vocal anything, which maybe, you know, is something to say, but I don't know. I don't think like Bo Pelini was like the right fit at Nebraska. I don't think keeping him around was the right answer. They just like, they really cannot address the culture. They don't have the right guy. They don't know how to hire the right guy. Everyone there is supposed to get it wrong all the time, but they don't understand how to fix it. Uh, it's like, fuck. I mean, I feel bad for Nebraska fans, but posting about Nebraska is a deeply rented activity. Yep. And we just need to leave them alone. Let them go figure it out on yep. their own. Let them let them work on themselves, right? Let them go hit the gym, like go get a haircut, uh, shower a little more, shave, like see what's going on, dude. Like work your way back to it. Yeah, we all want to see Nebraska uh, get back out there after its after its difficult breakup with Mike Riley. We're all very excited to see what Nebraska can do here 25 years from now when it starts winning football games again. But until then, mm-hmm. uh, moratorium, no Nebraska. Simply, we just just cannot can't talk about Nebraska. We obviously can't handle it. Um, Nebraska does also have the thing working for it, sort of like LSU, where people have uh, made its kind of weird little culture into the number one thing that they know about it, which is saying that Nebraska fans are very nice. Uh, 
one, they're not. They're just football fans. No football fans. Oh, they're are, gross. Yeah, yeah. No, no football fans are nice. That doesn't exist. Um, but also, uh, just baking them down into one thing is very annoying. It's, 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 it becomes extremely obnoxious extremely quickly. Um, it's the same thing as like the LSU fans drink a yeah. lot in vacation food. Yeah. And it's, it's the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, I guess, but that doesn't really, I don't think that that really encompasses it in a way that's, that's fair. And also who gives a shit? They're allowed. They're fans. I don't really care. Um, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, really the expanding of a, a really local thing into becoming the national conversation about it, I think is, is a common theme here as well with LSU, with Nebraska, with a couple of these other schools. I don't care yeah. about what their thing is. I don't care. That's their thing. That's I, not I'm my never going to learn what their runs is. Yeah. The fuck I'm not going to learn. I don't need to know. Not my problem. That's that's up to them. That's that's for them and God to decide. I don't I don't care. Yeah. How about how about this? How about you go cover? How about you go cover Northwestern? Huh? Tell me what's yeah. unique about Pat Fitzgerald. How about you talk about Minnesota? Let's hear about those freaks. Yeah. Come on. Let's uh, let's do it. Yeah, let's... Minnesota is basically just a slightly worse version of Nebraska. For the last like you know for like seventy five years. Okay. That's probably a pretty bad take. Actually, I'm gonna take that one back. I we, I'm not talking about Minnesota in this podcast. Within the last twenty years, they are a better version of Nebraska. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh. uh yeah, I, I think that that's all fair. Number one here, I think with a with a bullet, pretty comfortably number one. I had them seventh. You had them first. I I could have justified moving them up pretty easily. Um, it's the Florida Gators with twenty four points. Ryan, I hate these motherfuckers. Ryan, <laughs> I have a I have a quote for you here from a Sports Illustrated article last week. Um, oh yeah, I quote, love vacations. Yeah, this quote here. This is this is not a this is not a coach quote. This is just from the article. Billy Napier is also very keyed in into the way very keyed into the way the program is portrayed. He admits recruiting is a sales business. Look closely at at the staff's announcements and you'll notice a design element that's become a staple of Florida's online brand, a stripe pattern that's on the team's main helmets. It can be seen everywhere from Florida's social media posts to media credentials to Napier's own business card. So the article here is sort of talking about it, the previous paragraph starts with no detail is too small around the Gators program. It, it's kind of the whole thing is sort of about how detail-oriented Billy Napier is. It is drawing a direct comparison between him and Nick Saban on several occasions. Uh, this is about the goddamn helmet stripe being on the team's graphics for Twitter. What the fuck are you people talking about? Wow, he's li- he's yeah. just like Nick Saban because they have colors that they put on the graphics. Shut up! Shut up! Don't care. Just Shut absolutely up. do not care. Yeah. That is, there is a guy who's an intern who's like, just maybe like a year out of graduating from Florida and, you know, is again, I hate to bring this guy up, is, but it's basically the Sam Block of Florida who's just doing this professionally and is putting stripes and everything. Yeah. And he loves it. It's it's like, if he didn't do this, he'd be into trains. Like, just let him like the stripes. It's yeah. okay. Well, and like, It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and this, it's fine, right? Like, this is sort of the expectation if you are running a graphics department or a communication department for a football program is that you have consistent branding with what the team does. This is not Nick Saban-esque, you know, like, oh, he's, he's you know, he's, he's thinking 10 moves ahead. This is four-dimensional chess. This is fucking standard stuff the whole article is like oh wow look at this crazy thing that billy napier is doing look at how organized he is he is an fbs football coach he should be organized why is this special why is this like this is uh, (laughs) and what you're getting into is just the tip of the iceberg which everything about this fucking place makes my stomach turn the way people talk about the way they like it nothing about florida is appealing or interesting or cute they are the most fucking like cockroach crawling beneath your shoe on the earth human beings like these people these people like 
think they are so fucking special in the world of college football. There are 10 identical fan bases in the 300 mile radius to Florida. They're all the same as every other fucking SEC program. They just happen to be in the state that gets the, does anyone else Florida man uh, uh, meme that people fucking post all the time? Yeah. The Florida man, like if Florida man that exists as a concept, Florida would just be fucking like talking about the same way Tennessee is or something like that. Like, yeah. I don't care about Florida. I don't fucking like Florida. I don't like their fans. I don't care about the jean short meme. I don't care about the fucking uh, swamp. I don't care about, oh man, we, uh, we have some crazy Florida guys here. Like we're going to bring a vape to the game. Look at how crazy we are. Like, uh oh, we might, we might uh, uh, have a hot dog and a beer. Like watch out. It's pretty <laughs> hot down here. We, we're going to get pretty crazy. Like yeah. don't let us wear a tank top to the game. Like, uh oh, uh, you know, we recruit players who are from the state. Like, that's pretty, that's pretty weird, huh? Like, what if we got some guys from Lakeland on the team, huh? Yeah. That'd be crazy. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Fuck off. Don't ever talk about your team again in public. I don't care. Go to a different <laughs> world. It, it's just, it is just, it's. I it's, hate them, Patrick. It's a very, very, I would say of, of all of the teams on this list, it is the most performative fan base, right? Um, and that's saying something because there are some performative fan bases on here. Uh, it, it is just, it's obnoxious. It's really, really they, obnoxious. They think, they're also convinced they're hilarious, right? Like yeah. they are convinced they have the perfect enjoyment of college football with like, oh, we're like, man, like we got a perfect level of irony and serious football down. Like this is, this is great for us. Like, nah, you just don't fucking, you're not funny. Like no one associated with it's funny. Then no one associated with it's interesting. It's just the same joke repeated nonstop every fucking week for 20 years on end. Like since or what, 25 or whatever Spurrier got there. Yeah. I, I don't fucking care. Like you've made me not enjoy Steve Spurrier. You know how hard that is to do? It's really like hard. Steve Spurrier is legitimately really enjoyable as a human being. And I, I don't want to engage with anything he talked about because people just want to stop the whole head ball coach. Fuck you. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm tired of it. All right. I'm tired I'm, of it. I, I, I'm getting worked up about this. I, I, there's just something about, like, I really can't identify what it is. Like, Florida doesn't have the same one specific thing that makes them annoying. It's just, like, everything they do. Yeah. Like, Florida is just the fucking kid who, like, you know, is at the baby, is at the, is at the uh, what do you call it? The fucking sleepover, sleepover, crying about when to go home too early. Like, Florida's the, the fucking, they're ruining every social engagement. Like, they are just, so fucking annoying. It just will beat a joke into the ground more than anyone else in the world. Uh, nonstop at all times. Terrible fan base. Yeah, it, it is. They have this weird combination of like wanting to be taken seriously as a power program, but also wanting to have this this sort of. Uh, we want to be the the program that's you know the fans that are poking fun and that are you know ironically detached and all that. It's, you can't. You can't do both. You have to pick one, and they just don't. They want that. They want to do both, um, and it, it just bears out in this really annoying way, where it's it's sort of they 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 want to be taken seriously as a power program, as as serious fans who are rooting for a serious football team, but they also want to to be the jokey fan base. They want to be the ones that are, you know, uh, having fun at their own team's expense and all this. And it's it's just especially when you draw a direct comparison between or I guess among them and the other two major teams in Florida with Miami and Florida State it is it is it's sickening what Florida fans do compared to the I would say true freaks at like Miami Miami fans are fucking sick individuals they are nasty people oh yeah and like that's <laughs> that's fine I don't care about that. that's fine because they do not there's no ironic detachment at all they are furious when that team loses a football game furious and, and they've like, done it and, like, so it's much it's so funny too because they're like they're just in an angry way but like 
really like the, the funniest part about Miami is it is always just out of their reach. Like Miami can, if with one good recruiting class, put a national championship, the way that the program structured. Yeah. Like it's not hard to do with how much talent they have available. Like you get one right class in there, keep them on campus for two years. You can win an Addy. It can happen that quick. Yeah. But like, you know, like Florida, just Florida recruits like every city in Miami, or sorry, in Florida, except for Miami, because every Florida fan hates the only cool city in Florida. Yeah. Like they only like the most terrible cities in the country. Yeah. Uh, they all like hanging out in Jacksonville and Orlando and Tampa and, you know, places you should not go unless you are forced at gunpoint to go to. Yeah. Um, every Florida fan has a season pass to Disney. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and then <laughs> at least like with Florida state, right. They're just overtly racist. And that's like, that's, that's better than oh, what yeah. Florida fans are doing. <laughs> Oh yeah, That's, Florida State fans will like not hesitate to like call in a bomb for a high school football game. Yeah, like it, Florida State fans and Ohio State fans, I think, are kindred spirits, and they they get sort of a similar they they have a sort of similar online experience. Oh, uh, they're own. worse though, man. I think they're worse than Ohio State fans. Florida State fans are the most evil people on earth. Yeah, Florida State fans are are also really nasty individuals for a different reason. Theirs is more of an outward hatred, whereas Miami's is a lot more of an inner an inward hatred hatred. Right? Like they were. There were people like not ironically calling for Mario Cristobal to be fired because the spring game offense didn't look very good. That rocks. <laughs> like that's awesome. That's extremely good shit that they have going on, right? Where uh, and, and here's my due respect about Florida State. Also, they never have fun. No, like Miami fans at least shit. will have fun. Yeah, they, Florida State has never enjoyed anything. They do. Yeah, the the fact that they have to argue with that they have to have a rivalry with Miami drives them completely insane. They hate it. They don't want anything to do with that. Like that, that is, they, 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 it makes them sick that they have to do that. Whereas Florida fans are like, they're watching the other two interact and they're like, look at how funny this is. We're not like those guys at all. It's like, yeah, you're not. You'd be way cooler if you were though. It would be so much better if you were because right. You're just floating. You're floating awful program. Nothing going on. Hate it. Hate it so much. Yeah. Really, really. I mean, it, Florida State fans are just like Texas A&M fans who have traded oil for like dentistry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's. I really, really hate everything to do with. I mean, almost like Miami is the only cool school in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Florida is like it's gig economy, Texas A&M. It's, it's just awful. Awful, That's pretty good. awful team. All right, we do have a couple more things here as we as we finish up our rankings. Do you want to? We have a. We oh, have do a, we? Yeah, we have a strength and conditioning question. Do you? Oh, want I thought we to, weren't uh, doing that because I didn't get the prep for it. <laughs> okay, so we we have a. I, I I will just mention so that people know that we're going to do this on. I think the next show, if not the next show, the show after that, we will get to it. I don't want the guy who sent it in to think that we will not get to his question. Um, we do have a question from Kevin Sayer uh, about Texas A and M. Uh, and it's it's strength and conditioning against the strength and conditioning program of Penn State uh, regarding specifically Jalen Widermeyer's uh, really really bad uh, NFL I guess combine traf- uh, or uh, numbers and, and showing. Um, we will get to that soon. <laughs> we we promise. Uh, we have not forgotten about your question. I believe we have another one as well that was sent to Ryan specifically. We will get to those questions. Um, it has been a hectic couple of weeks for Ryan, but we will answer those questions. Um, and this is, a, a, I would say, a good time for me to to mention again that if you have a question that you would like us to answer on the show, if you have even a show topic like like this one, um, you can always send the show a direct message on Twitter at Field Flipping. You can also just, if it's a short one send us a tweet um 
and and just just tag us in if you do that i i will mention we we especially appreciate that because then maybe some of your friends will see that you're tweeting at the show they will come listen to the show we are i think that's the best way to grow the show and we really do appreciate it when you all tweet about the show when you all share the show um when you tell your friends about the show it it really does help us a lot a lot of people have been have been doing that and it is much appreciated um and uh, if you if you want to get something out of it feel free to ask us a question slide in the dm send us a tweet whatever it might be and we will be happy to uh to work that into the flow of the show i don't know if we're going to do a ton of like straight up q a episodes anymore um we will still do some but generally speaking we want to just work questions into the flow of the show and the best way to get your question on the show is to send us a dm or to uh to send us a tweet um you can find uh, again the show on twitter at field flipping i'm at patrick underscore mayhorn ryan is at b1g underscore ryan um we will be I guess back next Wednesday with, I want to say, the Sunbelt preview, if memory serves. I'm finishing that up on Friday, this Friday, as we record on Tuesday. Uh, so we should be able to jump into the full Sunbelt preview next week, and then we will go from there. Ryan, um, do you have anything else here? Have you had a minute to cool down from the Florida conversation? I'm still pretty heated. I think it's probably best to just leave this off, and, and I'll just uh, I'll try to restrain myself from saying anything, say anything meaner than what I have. Yeah. All right. We will. Uh, we will see you guys next week.